0: hello hello and welcome back to a new episode of The Worst Thing I Ever Watched. I'm Colleen and I'm Helen and we are a couple of sisters who love watching terrible things and laughing at them and sharing them with you. This week it's a doozy. (laughs) This turned out way better than I thought it ever would.
1: This was my pick and... I chose Rambo Last Blood, which is Rambo number five, actually.
0: And is this the final one? I, yes. I assumed from the credits where they showed, like, clips from the old Rambos. Yes. If this anyone... was the last one, also because Sylvester Stallone is, like, a combination of, like, a zombie Bigfoot and the Hulk, the way he moves about.
1: Yeah. And they show, so for anyone that would like to watch this film, it's available on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was, I think he produced it himself because he has like Balboa films or Balboa productions mm-hmm. or whatever, which is his thing. But the order of Rambo films, um, which I found confusing because I thought the first one is called Rambo, but it's not. The first one is called First Blood. The second mm-hmm. one is Rambo colon... First Blood Part Two. But the third third one is Rambo Three. And then the fourth one, which I think we should watch at some point because it looks amazing. That's the one that's just Rambo. Yeah, that one's just called Rambo. And that's from 2008. Written, directed,
0: and starring Sylvester Sly Stallone.
1: Yeah. And then this one is Rambo Last Blood, AKA Rambo Five but they don't all have numbers. Only three is Rambo 3. Which yeah, is-
0: and very confusing that the fourth one is the only one that is, like, self-titled. It's called
1: Rambo, yeah. It's
0: That's like when an artist releases, like, four albums and then their, like, fifth one, they're, like, St. Vincent. Island. Like, we know. Yeah,
1: like we know who you are. <laughs>
0: we've been here. We are aware it is Rambo. This isn't the first we've heard tell. This is actually the fourth we've heard tell.
1: I swear, so I've never watched all of the movies, like all the way through, but I have seen like bits and pieces because when we were growing up, they were always on cable.
0: Yeah, I remember our dad, I mean, not necessarily liking it, but watching it.
1: Yeah. Like on TCM or something. Yeah. I think there was one time when, uh, for some reason, dad and I were the only ones sick. We had like strep throat or something. Mm -hmm. and He was, we were both stuck at home during the day. And there was nothing on TV, and we didn't have the same taste in VHS tapes. (laughs) So (laughs) Helen preferred the Disney princesses. Stan preferred the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yes, so (laughs) we ended up watching Rambo on cable. Of course. (laughs) I don't remember which one it was, but I just remember a lot of uh, machine gun action. And he was in a swamp slash jungle of some sort. Which I'm assuming is one of the ones that takes place in... In Vietnam? I think, or one of them's... They're in... There's a couple that are in Southeast Asia, but I think they're not Specific
0: to a certain place.
1: I think one of them might be Cambodia or something. That feels right. Yeah, but I can't remember. It's all... I don't think there's much continuity between the films.
0: Yeah. I think the the only real continuity is that john rambo is like a vietnam war vet and he's a psychotic badass yes
1: but also and, he kind of sucks
0: he is an
1: idiot like i, I think this movie proves this. that he's so stupid in the, i swear like i remember in the older i think i've probably seen first blood and first blood part two or something bits and pieces at some point Mm -hmm. i swear he's a lot smarter and his like tactical knowledge only comes into play at the end of this movie yeah three minutes before then he's just kind of a doofus
0: yeah this movie you said i think while we were just like originally talking about it texting about it while we were watching it is like very much this is like a three-part movie Yes. But only because they seem to have no connection whatsoever. <laughs> like, this could be three different, like, three different people could have made these these yes.
1: parts of a movie. There's very little, again, continuity. There's very just, there's a lot of things that are not explained, and we have to just sort of draw conclusions ourselves.
0: Yeah, and I wondered, I did wonder how many of like how many of the givens were explained in the previous rambo because there are like like his farm that he's on in arizona or whatever has like all these tunnels and they talk about him having dug them and built them himself which is fucking insane and impossible because they were literally like brick lined tunnels like the whatever's under france
1: yeah, like the cat, they were like catacombs. Yeah, or I was like, like, there's abandoned, like subway. no
0: way that John Rambo got
1: down there with a shovel and dug those himself. I mean, maybe he did. Look at his body. It's like 99% scar tissue.
0: <laughs> truly, truly. Scar tissue that I wish you was
1: Still John Rambo is alone. Ow. Ow. Uh, also, well, I was I did a Wikipedia search on him because I realized I know hardly anything about this man. But uh his background is very convoluted, and I encourage anyone to just read this Wikipedia. It seems like some super fans dug very deep, mm-hmm. or maybe he wrote it himself, because there's a lot of detail and like details about his birth and why his face looks the way he did. It is. And I, I just want to clarify that I'll probably be making fun of him a lot. <laughs> like right. In
0: and days. I'm not making fun of the fact that he... So can you explain? I know you told me, but can you explain for reference for everyone so, what uh, okay. happened to
1: him that made <laughs> his face that way? This is according to Wikipedia and whoever wrote this info on Wikipedia. Perhaps it's him alone or one of, his, yeah, one of his fan club people. But... The explanation for his facial deformity is that during birth, he was kind of stuck in the birthing canal and the doctors or medical professionals that were pulling him out used two pairs of forceps, like metal forceps to pull him out. And which is just fucking they, wild for yeah, his which, mother's poor vagina. Oh, like how big Good of a, God. Was like a big baby. I'm sure he was a giant. Two sets pregnant. of tongs? Yeah, it, but they when they were using the tongs, they kind of pinched um, nerves in his cheek and mm-hmm. jaw. So he has nerve damage in, I think, either the left, the lower left corner of his mouth yes. and jaw or the right. I, it's hard to tell because he's on screen.
0: Mm-hmm. So we're not looking
1: at him directly. The right way. <laughs> so it's hard to tell. But yeah, so he's always had a bit of a speech impediment mm-hmm. or a drawl when he talks um but he's definitely gotten worse with it over the years and I think that's because he's always done majority of his own stunts definitely I mean he really is as
0: much as he is muscle and man he is a lot of scar tissue like you can tell he's just he has lived a life
1: and yeah after Rocky his uh acting skills and speech have gone downhill yeah yeah
0: which is really amazing that he's well, done so many results and so it's much admirable, effort. but it's also crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's dangerous at the end of the day. Yeah. Okay. I feel like we also need to share the small bit of how his career was launched.
1: Oh yeah. This is also from his really detailed Wikipedia page. Again, thanks to whoever wrote this. Um, he was in a film. So he went to college and then after college, he was broke um, and really like didn't have much luck with jobs at all. Mm -hmm. Um, He worked as a bouncer in New York City um, where he's from. He was born in Hell's Kitchen area. But then there was this movie that um, I'm looking for the title of it right now. Okay, I found it. So his full name is Sylvester Enzio Stallone, born Michael Sylvester Gardenzio Stallone. And the first movie he was ever in, it's called, it's like a softcore porn movie. So there's no- That was
0: eventually renamed The Italian Stallion when it was re-released after he was famous.
1: He said he only did this role. It's called The Party at Kitty and Studs. He said he was paid $200 for two days work of filming. He only did the film out of desperation after being evicted from his apartment and finding himself homeless. He said that he slept three weeks in the port authority bus terminal. And um, he said it was either do this horrible movie or rob someone.
0: And I chose this movie. (laughs)
1: And he said that like nowadays, if it were, so this was in the seventies. Right, and this was in 1970, and that was before we had the ratings that we have now for movies. So he Mm -hmm. said, if it were rated in today's system, it would be rated PG because they don't show anything. But they there's no
0: penetration.
1: Yeah, but then after he hit it big and did Rocky, someone re-released it and called it Italian Stallion, which I find really funny. Iconic. Yeah, so that was his first his first role and jump
0: forward 50 years and you've got rambo last blood yeah and a cinematic
1: masterpiece rambo first blood was i'm looking for the year on that one because i believe it was late you drew first blood it was after rocky oh yeah it was 1982 so yeah it was after rocky i was
0: just gonna guess
1: 1982 Wait a minute! He directed "Staying Alive," the sequel to "Saturday Night Fever."
0: Well, "Saturday Night Fever." Wow! Look
1: at look at Mr. Stallone. I, see this Wikipedia page is so, so detailed. detailed. I like it has everything he's ever done in his life. All of these I would details. really
0: like to think that he did do it himself or that he had his <laughs> assistant do it because remember when I was an assistant and they wanted me to make my boss a Wikipedia page and like, <laughs> I was the one that had to make it and I was it's like so, so what am I putting in here like just like your <laughs> birthday like
1: no every detail about everything you we need his birth information
0: we need, we to, need to know how many of his forceps birth. were used to get him <laughs> out of his mother's vegana. We need to know. Uh, well, well, I need to know. Well. So I'm
1: pretty sure he's controlling all of the... Uh, what the... Okay, so this page, I can't get, it. has 2000 to 2005 listed as his declining years. And then 2006 Dude, to present as his comeback. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> return. No, they call it return to success. <laughs> whoa whoa harsh is an upscale bottled water called sly water <laughs> where can you buy this where can
0: you buy the sly water
1: i don't think it's real he's in a bollywood movie <laughs> oh. also he's in the international boxing hall of fame but he's listed as a non-participant <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's listed as the guy who played Rocky Balboa. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were like, we got to put Rocky. Rocky should be in the, in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but then- And they were like, all right, we'll put Rocky, aka the guy who played Rocky.
1: <laughs> when I was a kid, I thought Rocky Balboa was a real person. I thought it was like a biopic. I thought it It, for a long time. I thought he was a real, and I I thought thought it was real too. And I I also thought that he was like
0: really hot and it was confusing, like as a child.
1: Yeah, me too. I don't know why.
0: Probably just because it's so much, just like sweaty man. Like, I don't know. That's very like pheromones are being released through the
1: screen. (laughs) Yeah. He, um, this whole Wikipedia page is name dropping. Mm. I bet he did write it. I think someone he, pays wrote it but anyway this movie is a doozy there's a lot yeah of um, so I feel like
0: can could I like just describe the general plot because you can really summarize the
1: plot in like a sentence yeah. I think you should describe the whole plot and then we can go into bits and pieces moments yeah because, because you try to recap it scene for scene we'll be doing this for four hours
0: Exactly, because I literally took so many notes because I was like live tweeting this as I was watching it just to I'm myself, confused. though. So
1: and it happens, a lot of things happen out of nowhere when you're not expecting yeah. them. Well,
0: and just like
1: it really makes no sense.
0: So we start on this farm where Rocky is living with his, like, it's not his daughter, but she's basically like a daughter to him, and her name is Gabrielle. And she is like just graduating high school and she's going to go away to college. And he's like all excited and proud of her and whatever. And they live on this farm with her, with her grandmother. So like Gabrielle wants to throw a party or whatever. She goes down in the tunnels with her friends and throws a party and she gets a call from this bitch Giselle who used to live like near them. Mm
1: -hmm hate her
0: (laughs) Giselle is a bitch and she's the worst and so basically Giselle calls Gabrielle and is like hey you wanted me to like find your dad who abandoned you when you were a child guess what I found him bitch and he's in Mexico and Gabrielle is like I need to go meet my dad and find out why he didn't want me and Rambo is like that man's heart is black he'll never love you don't need to go see him and she's like but i do and so basically they tell her not to go and then she runs away anyway and she goes down to mexico and fucking giselle sells her out to this horrible like sex trafficking pimping ring where basically she gets roofied at the club they kidnap her next time we see her she's like in a tunnel with a bunch of other women and it's low-key like sort of super racist yeah it seems like like mexicans
1: they they essentially take the plot of the first taken movie yeah and they just change it from being offensive towards serbian i believe it's serbian people in the first i've
0: never actually seen taken but i know it's what i I know the whole thing
1: the evil the bad guy i'm gonna find you and i'm gonna kill
0: you which is basically (laughs) what rambo says when he finds out that gabrielle is they take that
1: plot And they put it in Mexico, but they don't give us a location.
0: Yeah, it's just like we're supposed to assume it's right across um, the border from Arizona.
1: We don't know know these specific criminals. If are they a cartel? Are they a gang? Are they a family of people? We we don't really
0: all we know is that it's two brothers who are like in charge of like kidnapping and drugging and like raping these girls basically and selling them into slavery. They're running
1: a like a trafficking ring, and it's really upsetting.
0: Yeah, and it's especially upsetting because they're doing it in like the least like nuanced way possible. Yeah. So it's like a very ham fisted like interpretation of like Mexican people being bad. I don't know. I have some beef with that overall. Not well portrayed. But any twas. So basically Giselle calls them and is like, Gabrielle went to meet her dad and she never came back. And so Rambo is like, she's gone. And so he gets in his truck and he races down to Mexico and he finds this bitch Giselle. And he's like, where the fuck is Gabrielle? And she's like, I don't know. And he's like, yes, you do. And if you don't tell me, I'm going to fucking kill you. And she's like, okay, fine. I sold her into sex slavery with these fucking pimps. And so she takes him to the club where they kidnapped her and she shows him the guy Rambo follows the guy to go get Gabrielle back. And then he gets kicked to shit by like all these guys who are in this gang of the pimps basically then they're like well now that you came down here we're gonna make her life hell after they beat the shit out of him but they
1: were already going to anyway so
0: right i mean but they're like now no they literally the guy's like these girls aren't humans to me but now that i know about your girl i'm gonna ruin her life extra bad And (laughs) i was like bleeding on the floor like and
1: he's so dumb
0: so then the guys leave him after they kick the knot out of him and they tell him that they're gonna go basically just like destroy Gabrielle's life 100% instead of like 99.9% <laughs> <laughs> and then
1: this woman who we find out is named Carmen she's an investigative journalist yeah and she has the flippy hair so you know that she's either a cop or a journalist exactly. I guess cop. or both yeah.
0: And she followed Rambo there from the bar because she's been staking out the pimp so that she can write an article about him because surprise, surprise, he kidnapped her sister and her sister was sold into sex slavery and then she died of a drug overdose. So she nurses Rambo back to health and she's like, you can't get those men. You just can't get them. And he's like, I need to find her. And she's like, OK, I'll tell you. So then he goes to this whorehouse. He kills like 10 guys with a hammer.
1: Yeah. He- finds
0: Gabrielle. carries her out and then is like i'm gonna drive you home he
1: carries her out and puts her in the car very slowly
0: (laughs) like with no sense of urgency and instead of taking her to get help he's like we're gonna go home he says keep your
1: eyes open keep your eyes open while i talk to you about horses
0: yeah and then like as they're driving home he's like telling her the most sentimental like bullshit and he's like keep your eyes open like of course she's not gonna stay awake for this bullshit
1: someone's overdosing keeping their eyes open or not isn't gonna save them
0: right right? and also like it's not clear. so basically she dies like in the car and it's very unclear like what was it that killed her like she was being drugged but like was she did she overdose she didn't take more drugs before she died that doesn't really make sense so Mm -hmm. she dies in a very non-specific way and then he drives with her dead corpse all the way home to arizona just, like, in the passenger seat, yeah. and then he decides that he's gonna get his revenge,
1: and they bury he her this in a whole, like,
0: Yeah, they buried her, like, on a hill without a headstone. It looks like a
1: shallow grave with a wooden cross on it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was very weird. I was, like, why doesn't she have a real, like, grave next to these, next to other real graves as well?
1: Uh, yeah.
0: So, basically, then we get into, like, the last portion of the movie, which is, like, If Home Alone was not about, like, a young boy, but instead it was about, like, a PTSD war vet who was off his meds, who just, like, set up this horrible, fucked up, like, horror scape for these guys that he's gonna lure in there. Basically, he sets up this whole fucking trap, and then he goes down to Mexico, and he kills one of the brothers and all of his guys And he leaves Gabrielle's picture, like, knifed to the guy's chest. So, of course, the living brother is like, I'm going to get him. All of the guys go up to um, Arizona to the farm. Rambo's waiting. He, like, pops out and he leads them all in this, like, wild goose chase he's created through the tunnels, like, Home Alone styles. Like, he's booby trapped fucking everything and, like, pitchforks. Really bad.
1: guys. There's really bad, uh... Like animated effects
0: and like death graphics, like a lot of blood and like really loud foley sounds. Like it was like they had a really yeah. wet sponge. Like every time somebody got shot,
1: I paused it at one point when he had it showed him like blacksmithing with pitchforks and stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. a point where he has this pitchfork booby trap that goes through a dude's face, and if you mm-hmm. pause it, the <laughs> the effects are so bad that you see like pitchfork slice marks. Mm -hmm. where spaces of face should be but it's Mm -hmm. uh like 2d so you only see the face from the side and there's nothing in the holes (laughs)
0: you know what I mean where the face that's embarrassing that's embarrassing just
1: went on photoshop and like they were like grew a path and cut some areas out and then put nothing in them so it was just transparent face
0: and they were like, no one will pause on this moment. Everybody's going to be sucked into the action.
1: They tried to make it really quick. Like, they definitely sped up the footage.
0: Yeah, just to, try the to like
1: get it to go by in a flash. And they reuse scenes. Yeah. They reuse clips. Like, in the part where he's he goes to the evil guy's lair. hmm where all the guys are gonna party or whatever all the evil dudes right and he's looking on this rooftop and they show someone spots him and lifts a cell phone to his head and then he turns around another guy sees him who he doesn't notice and then they show the same clip of the first guy with the cell lifting phone. the air
0: to his phone yes they show showed so twice. I'm like that was the same guy lazy <laughs> don't even try They didn't even try. So like moral of the story is he blows all the guys up, of course, in the tunnels with his little Home Alone style booby traps. And then he gets like the final guy who's like the brother that survived, who's like the pimp or whatever, who did this all to Gabrielle. And he's like, I'm going to rip your heart out just like you rip that (laughs) man and then he like arrows him to the wall in a square so he like shoots an arrow into each shoulder an arrow into each quad and then he goes up to this guy and like so pukus his chest
1: Uh, not even
0: rips out his heart it's still beating in like the worst like kind of like graphic like it looks so fake
1: he chucks it on the barn floor
0: and then he just like walks over to his porch and sits on the rocking chair and has no, like this like weird sentimental voiceover. And then the movie's just over as he's like bleeding out on his rocking chair on the porch.
1: I feel really bad for whoever ends up buying this ranch and there's just chunks of body everywhere.
0: All these dead guys laying around and then he collapsed. Like he killed all these guys in the tunnels and then by the end of the movie, he blows up all the tunnels so they're collapsed. Yeah. So it's but- just, like, This ranch full of dead bodies that you'll never find buried under these catacombs.
1: Body particles. The soil is not, not fertile soil. (laughs) (laughs) there.
0: It is not fertile soil.
1: I also like that uh, when he's in the tunnels and he's killing all the bad guys. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they kill the same guy like five different times to save money on extras.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Because there's one guy who gets killed with like the pitchfork thing growing through his head Mm -hmm. and then like maybe 30 seconds later I swear he's the same guy that falls in that like pitfall trap Uh onto the spike board there's Uh a board with a bunch of metal spikes and I swear there were actually like a lot of
0: those like he set up there were a lot of like he had a lot of like pitchforks and Mm -hmm. um like what uh what were you describing before that's like a a pick
1: like a yeah pickaxe. like a pickaxe and and then he made these like
0: boards that had like nails and shit like yes. sticking out of them that yeah, like, like a bed of nails in the face yes there yeah. were he found they found a lot of ways to kill people in that last half hour like he yeah. pulled up he collapsed tunnels on them there were the boards that like had spikes on them that came out of the ground and then some of those exploded too He threw grenades at people. He shot two guys with flare guns
1: and set them on
0: fire. And I also felt that it was very unnecessary.
1: The the magnesium shards. (laughs) Did you catch that? Like what? When they show him originally preparing. So he, Mm -hmm. after he, after Gabrielle dies and it's all his, not all his fault, but it's like 50%. I should have protected her. He could, yeah. He could have way more easily protected her. He's drawing football diagrams and like using wrenches. And yeah, right. He's bucket. plotting his. But then he is also like setting up a bunch of stuff in the barn, mm-hmm. and he's lifting. He builds like a lever and pulley system, mm-hmm. and he has this like giant. It's like a it looks like a giant funnel or water trough or yes. something. And he has, it shows him doing some chemistry <laughs> work. Yeah, I wasn't sure. It, it As a like big beer that he put in there. He had a big bottle and the label just said magnesium shards. <laughs> and nothing else on it. And I was like, <laughs> what, the, what the hell is he doing with magnesium like, shards? Did
0: those come pre-packaged or did he make those shards himself and put them in I that jar?
1: No, but usually it's like. Magnesium citrate or magnesium, right, like a liquid, like oxide or, or it, it was just shards. Magnesium and shards. When the first few guys approach the barn, and mm-hmm. then he pours this, like he has the system; it's hooked up to something, and it uh, he triggers it, and it pours this liquid all over them, and they catch on fire, and then he shoots them.
0: Yeah. Which okay, that was what I, I think was that was what say. the magnesium
1: shards had to deal with.
0: That was, but it could have just as easily been like gasoline. Like, why did he need? I guess because the magnesium ignited on them. Like, I don't well, maybe know. It, he Very poured a
1: sequence of events. He poured the liquid on them and then shot got them so him. that they caught on fire. So then, yeah, maybe that's what caused it to ignite. But I don't know if those if that chemical reaction is accurate with magnesium yeah. shards.
0: Something that I thought was, like, so unnecessary about the whole second half of this movie was that even though he sets up all these booby traps to, like, kill these guys in these gruesome ways, even when they get, like, pitchforked and, like, mm-hmm. hit in the face and, like, they're on fire, he still has to shoot every single one of them in the head.
1: Yes. He has and to shoot them. it's so
0: gratuitously the unnecessary.
1: Guys, the guys fall on the bed of nails that he's created, the spikes. Yeah impaling them in multiple places and their vital organs have right, been- they're never gonna get up they're not they're no they're dead he has to shoot them <laughs> after that <laughs> which
0: I thought was he does it for every single one it's so yeah. unnecessary
1: yeah it's just a waste of it's a waste of ammo man and then <laughs> when he, he kills everyone except for the brother who served the main bad brother right who's left over the brothers look a lot alike
0: they both have long hair and yes. one of them
1: has a goatee And one of them is named Vito I think yeah and the other one was they like give any backstory or context for these people so it's really just feels kind of offensive and generic yeah exactly like
0: yeah we don't know anything the brothers have no character development beyond the fact that they're yeah. very bad men
1: and they was, do very
0: bad things.
1: I was about to comment though that so he kills everyone and then there's just the one brother who I think might be Vito. Mm-hmm. He's I left. He might be, and he's on his uh, walkie-talkie thing that intercoms through the tunnels, mm-hmm. and he they have a fuck you, no fuck you fight <laughs> through the walkie-talkies as they're both like
0: low key bleeding out to death. He's like fuck you, and then the other guy's like no fuck you. <laughs> Yeah, I think I wrote down. Yeah, he says. I'm going to rip out your heart. They're all dead. I could have killed you 13 times, but I saved you for less. I want you to feel my rage, my anger (laughs) when I reach in your chest and rip your heart out, just like you ripped out mine. And then the guy goes, fuck
1: you! And he's like, no, fuck you! No, fuck you! Do you think Stallone wrote that dialogue? I
0: think so, because it's just the same thing that he keeps saying over and over again. And then, so after he kills the guy and then he wanders over to the front porch to rock in his rocking chair. Yeah, he a he's a monster. rocking out. the rocking chair as he's bleeding out. We hear this like weird voiceover mm-hmm. where he's like, when I came back from the war, I wasn't the same. I was never I would be more. the same. I wasn't alive, but my heart was. Yeah. So I came back here where I was born, where he I would lost. defend my family until the end. All the ones I've loved are now ghosts, but I will fight to keep their memories alive forever.
1: He said that he lost his mind and soul along the way, but his heart <coughs> wasn't there.
0: <laughs> but my heart is still there. And that's just like the end of the
1: movie. <sighs> yeah. Well, and there's just body chunks everywhere.
0: <laughs> so many body chunks. Oh, what else happened? So he
1: he didn't, like at the part where he first goes to raid the brothel and mm. s- try to save Gabrielle, but it's already too late because mm-hmm. he failed the first time and didn't notice that a bunch of guys were tailing him and got the shit beat out of him. Which and then waited like- too long recovering from a concussion. The doctor comes to see him at car uh, at Carmen's apartment. Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, he's got a concussion. He'll be fine." <laughs> That's all he said. After. He's got the shit kicked out of him. Pretty sure there's some internal bleeding or something happened there. And then it takes him four days to recover from a mild concussion.
0: And he's literally like, "So when he goes to get Gabrielle the first time, he follows the like the guy there from the yes. club or whatever, and then Carmen follows him." And like when he gets there, he like goes out and he susses out like where they are. And then he walks out there and he's like holding his gun, like in plain sight. So clearly. And all these dudes who are like in this gang are literally like falling in behind him. Like it was so confusing because not I notice? thought at first he was confronting these people, which he I really he had was. a plan.
1: Yeah, I thought he had some sort of plan here though.
0: But then I was like wait is he just like trying to blend in with these guys like because they're all guys with guns and he's holding his gun. But then they just he walks up to the guys and like he's surrounded by all of the gang members. They take his weapons away and then they literally like fuck him up with his own shit and they all like circle around him and just kick the shit out of him. And when they're done like they literally kick him for like a minute and his face is like unrecognizable like his whole face is like swollen shot on one side it's very hard to believe and also very stupid that you would think that like if he's a war guy why would he go in there without a strategy of any kind like he just thought he was going to be like give her back where's the girl and they were going to be like sure here you go
1: yeah I don't know what his plan was He really didn't think it through at all. Why couldn't he have kind of laid low, set up booby traps around this complex, like maybe on the roof where he knows the guys, like wait until the guys leave. Right. Then set up his crazy ass home alone, but pitchforks set up. Right. And then gotten them that way. Instead of just walking.
0: Because this movie makes no sense. Like you would think like the first time that he goes down there you would think that he would like follow the guy there mm-hmm. and then be like okay now I know where they are Right, am lie out. and wait until yeah. everybody leaves or goes to yeah, and and get sleep. them
1: like, get them one by one or something or as right. they pickle in you yeah. know develop a plan of some sort also when oh, poor Gabrielle she it's
0: such an she, unfair like it's so fucked up that they literally just use Gabrielle as a vessel for just like this fucked up plot. Like, I really feel like there's no compassion for her as a character. Like They just use her as a tool for Rambo's revenge. But like, she literally is roofied, kidnapped, raped, drugged. Yeah. And then like prostituted out and then she just dies and like they don't play it up like at all like I wasn't even sure if she was dead the way that her death scene
1: happened he had this monologue when she died but it's impossible to hear from his voice or hit or see from his face that he's emotional right so all of his monologues sound the same they're the same like this is dramatic but there's <laughs> the emotion is the same. Whether he's yeah. angry, sad, or happy, his emotion, yeah. <laughs> his he face says, is the same. I remember when, and <laughs> when, uh, when Gabrielle first knocks on her biological father's apartment door, the dad asks. He acts kind of happy to see her. He's and like then all,
0: really nice and, and like a few all things. of a sudden.
1: Yeah, he seems nice. And he's got like a, a wife or a girlfriend and there's a baby crying in the background. So right. you at first think, okay, maybe he just left her, but now he's excited to see her, yay. But then all of a sudden, he a switch flips And his personality completely changes. And he's like, I left you because I looked at your face and realized I didn't give a fuck about you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Like all of a sudden he goes from like, she's like, I need to know he's being so nice. And he's like, Gabrielle, you look just like your mother. I remember when you were a child, you were still so smart. You read all the books. Like he's literally like going on and on about like how good it is to see her. And she's so grown up and like all this stuff. And then she's like, I just need to know why, like, why would you leave? Why would you just leave us like that? And he literally, yeah, he says, like, I wrote down, he says, because one day I looked at you and realized you meant nothing to me anymore. I wasted time with you. I wasted time with your mom. And your fucking mom leaves me with you and dies, who I never even wanted in the first place. Oh, yeah. It's so evil. Like, it's so evil. And then she, like, is so devastated. She leaves and then Giselle takes her out. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know the whole time they're, like, giving us little hints that Giselle mm-hmm. is as fuck. and like, yeah. they say, like, she's a bad girl. She's a bad girl. And also, like another racist thing about this movie, I think is that whoever styled all of the Hispanic people,
1: yes, it's has it's
0: one bad. frame of reference, and it's like the stereotype of a chola. Yes, and it's like not all Mexican people no. style and dress themselves that way, and it's, it's very like way. it's so aggressively like on the nose mm-hmm. that it seems.
1: And we also weird. So I'm reading. There's a Wikipedia page for this movie. Mm -hmm. and they say that John Rambo lives in Bowie Arizona but they don't say a specific town that this is in Mexico or a specific city um and apparently the brothers names are Hugo and Victor but in the He goes Vito,
0: which I wonder if that's short for Victor. Maybe it's
1: a nickname, but I did um, in the captions, I had to watch this with closed captions because I couldn't understand anything Stallone said. (laughs) Same. (laughs) It was too difficult.
0: I really enjoyed the part where, um, so like when Stallone, a.k.a. Rambo, when Rambo figures out that Gabrielle is gone, Mm -hmm. He gets in his truck and it's like, he literally is driving so fast. He's going all over the road. Like he's weaving everywhere. Like I'm so emotional. I can't even drive in a straight line.
1: (laughs) Uh, Also there's, there's no border control. They don't have to go through any checks or anything that they show is like a sign and some. I think, barbed wire fence. He just rams his truck right through it and suddenly he's back in Arizona.
0: Yeah, I was wondering, was that the border? I was so confused about what that was. was. Like I when he was driving it. home, that was when he was driving home with Gabrielle's body. Which I don't know, did you think it was weird that after she died, he just left her in the passenger seat and like drove the rest of the way
1: home like that? didn't go to a... A hospital, or call nine once he was across the border. Call nine one one. He didn't
0: like try to revive her. Like,
1: yeah, no, C- he, no CPR. He didn't and, like. Wouldn't like- did you want to move the body, like at least into the back seat, so it wasn't like next to you? Also, pretty sure he could have prepared for her rescue a bit more, and since he knew that she was being, they were all being Bloods drugged, brought like nothing. or something. Narcan
0: with you, yeah, like
1: yeah. If he's so intelligent and and water, like he didn't even have water for her. Yeah, like he water- saves
0: her and isn't even snack. like trying to keep her alive. Like he's literally like, yeah, we'll see what open. happens.
1: Keep your eyes open. Don't close your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I just read on the Wikipedia page. He, there were a bunch of scripts for this that were supposed to be, yeah, that were supposed to be in development. Um, apparently, they were trying to make this film back in two thousand and nine, mm-hmm. and they, I guess, couldn't find. Um, no one wanted to make it. Yeah, he mm. was writing it. And said it was going to be Rambo 5 in 2008. And then he was, they were conflicted over whether they wanted to do it in America or a foreign country. So they decided to make it a US-Mexico border film. And it was supposed to be based on some book. But then they, they changed it to focus on Rambo leading an elite special forces kill team to hunt and kill a genetically engineered creature that would have been way better <laughs> that would have been way better and way less like stereotypically offensive yes because it would have been a, a fictional creature instead of villainizing an entire culture right
0: and, and appropriating stereotyping. it also yeah, yeah again like yeah very i feel very uncomfortable by the whole like the way they portrayed mexican people and their culture in this movie and like the fact that they basically just like villainized them overall and like made Mexico seem like a place where you can't trust these people like especially the fact that they made Giselle like evil as well Mm -hmm. it was like so there's no good Mexicans at all like no one here is trustworthy or like a good person except for Carmen but she's a woman so I guess like women are always like the angels who come and save like the main male character
1: it's just uh I can't get over I just there's so much that I don't like about this movie (laughs) okay the part where um
0: so after Gabrielle dies they're like back on the farm, and he goes to her weirdly shallow grave that has like fresh dirt and like just a wooden cross, even though these other graves are yes. proper and have I headstones think I, on
1: them. I think I know what you're men- about to mention.
0: <laughs> and the grandma is leaving because Rambo is basically like, I'm gonna blow this shit up.
1: You gotta go. Her, he and tells she that says, he's leaving though. She
0: says, I will be sad until the day I die, and Rambo goes, "Yeah, <laughs> is that what you're thinking about?" She goes, "I will be sad until the day I die. I feel like my heart was cut out of my chest." And Rambo just goes, "Yeah,
1: yeah." And then no. she just drives away, and that's I was it. thinking of when he goes to the shallow grave, and he there's a like a medal. And I'm assuming mm-hmm. it's for a horse riding competition. Because they talk <laughs> while she's dying in the
0: car about how she was yeah. always good at horse riding.
1: Yeah. So he puts this medal over the wooden cross on her shallow grave. And, and, and then just more emotion it. on his face. Yeah. He just like throws it on there. And it's like, there you go. <laughs> and leaves. And then uh, he lets all the horses free. Yeah. And I liked how he went. Hiyah! Yeah. Yeah. If that scene
0: was giving very much okay because in the beginning of this movie I feel before I make this comment it's important to know that in the beginning of this movie all we see is him like doing shit with these horses and like (laughs) blacksmithing like he's brushing the horses he's feeding the horses he's training the horses he's riding the horses. And then before he brings all the bad guys up there, he sends the horses away. And it was very like air bud energy to me. Like he was like, go on, get out of here. Get out of here. Save yourselves. (laughs) I was like his precious horses. I can't believe he would send them away.
1: Oh, also in the, um, (laughs) this part, I wanted to ask you about this because I thought it was ridiculous. When they're at the club, when uh, Giselle takes Gabrielle to this club, mm-hmm. and it's a very stereotypical, exactly what you would imagine, like a Any a club, club sequence to, yeah, to any be clubs. like. But then there's a close-up of a drink. Yes, on a, where on they the roofie bar. it. Yeah, and when it's roofied, it looks like it's Alka-Seltzer. Yes. It's, it's so, I was it's like. he's like that.
0: That was, I very, that was a lot I remembered that shot distinctly and I couldn't decide how I felt about it because I was like okay very generic like club sequence very like you know run-of-the-mill sort of scene and, and then, then they really on. it seemed like they really invested a lot of time in that shot of him yeah. like goofing the drink and it did look like Alka-Seltzer
1: yeah, fizz and as it like, went into the glass. In other movies, so I've never seen Rufalin <laughs> rupees in real life. But,
0: but I always thought movies, it was a I've liquid.
1: It, yes, I've always seen it as a liquid. Like someone you, has like, a dropper in. Yeah, someone has a flask or a dropper or something, and they put it in as a liquid, and it doesn't really react. It just stirs it just up. Dissolves. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so what I'm used to no as well. So I was like, was what did possible. this
0: guy fucking put in there?
1: Was it just like a? I don't know something yeah, like sick. I was like
0: was it I assumed it was a roofie but I was like
1: was it like Molly or something or like mm-hmm. to make her just like out of it and tired Also, and-
0: she was drinking like he dropped it into like a glass of like white wine like who goes to the yeah. club in Mexico and drinks white wine right I have so many questions yeah I thought that was very strange Okay an important line that stuck out to me later in the movie is when the cartel well not the cartel but the gang is getting there and the martinez brother whichever one is still alive walks out and he goes this old gringo is nothing yeah (laughs) Yeah. i was like also who wrote that line like they were like this is the vocabulary word of Mexican language that we can use. This old gringo is nothing,
1: nada. <laughs> like, please roast him more for being old. Like I
0: want to hear. Uh, more. They roasted him so much for being old. The cart or the gang guys, I don't want to say cartel cuz I don't. No, I, they are word.
1: supposed they're supposed to be a drug cartel. I'm reading the Wikip- I read the Wikipedia about the mm. the synopsis and the script. And they are supposed to be just a drug cartel. It doesn't say.
0: It would make like, more sense for them to be directly like.
1: Yeah, sex traffickers.
0: Like, like why do they also have to be
1: drug. A Mexican cartel. <laughs> That's
0: very Not the Mexican cartel, but just a one. A, a one of them.
1: So, yeah, I, I hate when, when people are just like the cartel. And like, but, but.
0: Yeah, I'm like which one know. you can't just say like the cartel yeah. like, there are
1: multiple where I feel that have cartels I need details I need the locations I need names I need right. some sort of context otherwise I just feel like it's racist and it doesn't make any sense right because it is yeah. <laughs> what they're saying okay <laughs> there's so much detail there's more detail in the wikipedia
0: in this movie. actual script
1: in, yes then in the actual film there's things that we're just supposed to know apparently they're saying that she was dosed with heroin how are we supposed to know it was heroin it's just a syringe there could be anything in that syringe
0: well she does have like track marks down her arm but, you but can, again like really non specific and those scenes were very like shaky cam like yes. flashing dark lights like very hard to see what was actually going on And especially confusing because, so, like, the first time that they inject her with something, he pulls out a vial, but he injects it in her shoulder just like it's a regular shot. Yeah. And then her eyes, like, go back in her head a little and whatever. And then they cut to a scene where they're, like, shooting heroin in her arm or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, what do you just, like, give someone, like, a regular shot that, like, knocks them out
1: immediately? maybe that was Rufulin. I, I don't know. That was an actual Rufi. I don't, it's very vague and every, everything in the vials is clear. I think mm-hmm. it looks clear. Yeah. There's
0: no color. There's like no I thought maybe it would color. be like blue or something, but.
1: Or brown or I don't know. I don't, I don't know much about injectables. Um, so I really can't say what that was supposed to be. Heroin I
0: think is like brownish.
1: Yeah, that's what I always like thought. Like it's mostly
0: clear, but it has a little bit of like a brownish. That's what hue I thought I when it it's like green. like water. Because even when it's um, like raw or whatever, I don't know what the fuck you call it. I've never done heroin. but like it's like a tarish color, almost or like a yellow, yeah. like opaque. Yeah.
1: Well, it's just I I have I'm running out of words because I. There's so many things (laughs) that I could mention that are inconsistent. I could go on forever. One thing that I do want
0: to point out, because this to me, I thought they were going to like do something with this, the way that they started like this scene and then it just never happened. But like when Rambo, so Rambo goes and finds Giselle and it's like, take me to the club and Mm -hmm. show me who the fuck you like set her up with. And then they go to the club and there's, like, a moment when he first walks in where you think he's going to have, like, a PTSD, like, trigger yeah. because of all of the flashing lights. And yes, stuff.
1: the strobe.
0: Yeah. And they, like, lean into it for a second with, like, the cinematography and stuff. Mm. And I was like, oh, God, here we go. He's going to have, like, a Charlie's in the Bushes, like, PTSD moment. And then they just sort of, like, put it down and walk away from it and everything is normal again. Yeah.
1: And they only give us a brief glimpse into his past. Yeah. Um, They show some, like, flashbacks of... Of
0: just, like, generic ramble footage.
1: Yeah, in the beginning of the film, and then in that, like, strobe light scene, and that's all we get. Yeah. We don't really get any other... (sighs) Yeah, I just remember seeing in the other movies that he had... He was way more intelligent... Yeah, like clever, right? It's like clever as you players? get
0: older, yeah. are we supposed to assume that he's like just getting dumber, or is he getting more cocky? Like, part of me was like, mm-hmm. did he just go down there and be like, "Give me the girl," because he was like, "I'm a big old motherfucker," and they're not gonna like do anything to me?
1: Did he have a when he was walking right into all of the guys who beat him up? Was he just having a senior moment and oblivious to everything around him?
0: Yeah, he was like, "This is gonna go fine. I can't imagine a single thing that could go wrong here."
1: Is his eyesight, does he have cataracts and that's why he didn't see all of the guys in the shadows
0: (laughs) following him with their flip phones? I don't mean this like in an offensive way at all, but I think it's entirely possible that the character John Rambo has brain damage.
1: Oh yeah. What What do you say?
0: Like all those loud explosions, concussions, like drama, fucked up, like just everything in his brain is going haywire. And
1: they show him taking medication
0: Okay, I forgot about this. In the beginning of the movie, he, like, opens a pill cabinet and there's, like, eight bottles in there.
1: Yeah. What is he taking that he has so many different prescriptions? In his truck, when he goes to try to save Gabrielle the first time, he just opens his glove box. Yeah. And there's a gun and empty pill bottles. And then he pulls out a bottle with, like, two pills in it.
0: And he... Sips it like the way he swallows the pills is like he lifts up the entire pill bottle to his lips and just like, <laughs> like it's a glass of water. He's like, That's like do. num num num. Yeah, I was like, What the <laughs> fuck? How many are you taking, bro? That's not how you take medication. You
1: don't know how many you're getting if you're just knocking um, those back like it's a cup. And if it's for PTSD, I feel like it could be an antipsychotic if he's having like outbursts of antidepressants it it could be antidepressant anxiety right it could be a lot of different medications
0: yeah which I mean it would explain like that he had a lot of different medications but it was strange how like when he was leaving he just had that one in the glove compartment with his gun and the
1: empty pill bottles I thought it was gonna be a thing
0: and like it never explained like what what that was like why was he just taking that one when he was leaving was that like an Adderall to get himself hyped for the drive or like <laughs> because he was like I'm freaking out like
1: we have no idea they never no explained. explanation
0: and they never revisited again we never talked like it's never
1: addressed it also would have been nice if they had some other surrounding characters that maybe he knew mm-hmm. if maybe he called up a friend or someone if he was yeah. like oh, I have this you know guy who my pyrotechnics dead. guy yeah or like I know this other veteran who lives near the border I'm gonna have him help me or yeah something it's else. All about Rambo <sighs> but he's stupid he doesn't he's do stupid, anything yeah. he's supposed to do and then he just blows people up
0: yeah, and then he's like, I wish I could have done different.
1: And the remaining gang members are now just carrying on with whatever.
0: Yeah, it's kind he of like implied that he got all of them, but like very unclear he did not. what happens he's, after that.
1: There were also, like a hundred guys when he got surrounded. Were oh yeah, when guys. they come
0: to the farm, there's like a hundred guys for sure. But I don't know. They're I probably think probably supposed to assume that like he killed them all but we don't see a hundred people die.
1: That's and how how would a hundred Mexican citizens just cross the border, the border in a caravan
0: of like 12 to 20 trucks? With, with guns.
1: yeah. <laughs> That's a
0: great point. I didn't think about that at all. That's a great yeah. point.
1: They're just arriving and they're in these massive, well, like, remember he just drove and- across
0: the border in the dark. Like, he got up to the fence and was like, I'm going for it.
1: I'm pretty sure that's not how it works. I think there are, like, watchtowers. What about the wall?
0: What about the wall? Trump's precious wall. Isn't there a wall that's supposed to be keeping these things from happening? (laughs) Isn't there supposed to be some sort of separation?
1: Or a checkpoint. Wait, I want to Google. Okay, so this is supposed to take place in Bowie arizona let's see like are there where's david
0: (laughs) yeah i'm like bowie arizona did david bowie go there
1: let's see oh the population is only 449 people
0: good god there was no one around that's why he was weaving steven Mm. all over the road
1: how far is it Okay, it's known as John Rambo's hometown in the second movie. That's why people yeah. in the third movie. But when they filmed it, they filmed it in Southern California. That's important. I just want to figure out how far away it is from the border to drive. Because right, I right. would assume from the movie that it would be 20 minutes, you know, maybe.
0: Gabrielle got there really fast
1: yeah she like did. she
0: literally like turned around in the street and that was in Mexico yeah she really. Was. <laughs> I was like damn that bitch got there fast they can't be that far away what how it far says, is that like, four hours
1: it says it's one day and two hours apart if you drive non-stop. <laughs> so what you're
0: saying is this movie is completely unrealistic in every way, including just the basics of
1: travel and time. He would have had to stop at a they would have had to stop at like a motel or something. He was gonna drive what? a half-dead Gabrielle a day with no, no food, no the- water,
0: no, no like hospital. medical
1: aid. He should, also, he should know CPR. I think. Wouldn't you? At this point. Wouldn't you
0: think if he was like an army man, he would be like, we got this. And like doing CPR and like giving her fluids and like, yeah. I don't know, using some weird like forest remedy that seems possible. What a dummy. Okay. This.
1: Okay. So I guess to. Oh, I guess you can also get from. Bowie, Arizona to Mexico mm-hmm. to Hermosillo, Mexico at 25 miles per gallon. The miles it, it would cost you $64. <laughs> why is this? You be the details of that.
0: I'm like, why do you need to know that
1: uh, I don't know. I'm-
0: is that at a current gas price or 2019?
1: It's, I think it's current. Probably. I was kidding. Huh. But this one is only saying it's 200 miles. So I don't know. Maybe it depends on where you're going, but we don't know where they're going. In where this. in
0: Mexico, who's going? Yeah they made it seem like it was literally just a hop skip and a jump across the border where like all right. this shit was happening
1: but this also might be it might also depend on like where you're trying to get through like which checkpoint crossing yeah so that might be why some of it says it's a lot further and some of it says it's not because you probably have to have like special clearance to go through certain areas
0: Unless you're John Rimmo and you just drive through the wall.
1: Yeah, you just smash through. You just smash through the fence that
0: Donald Trump built with his bare hands.
1: <laughs> the fence they showed wasn't even anything.
0: It couldn't have even been like a farm fence. Like no. that's not. It looked like it was out. like the rusty garden fence that someone put up to keep the deer out.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh gosh, oh this God. movie is so bad.
0: Do we have anything else the only thing that i still have that i just need to talk about with the world and you is when he goes down to mexico to like enact his revenge plot and he kills all of the guys in the one martinez brother's house and then he kills the martinez brother Mm -hmm. he
1: chops off the guy's head Oh yes, I forgot about that. How can and, I like forget stabs about that
0: the picture of Gabrielle like to his chest? Yeah. And then it cuts to Rambo on the highway, holding the guy's head out the window, yes, and then just it. dropping it. Yeah, Which again, he... did he bring that head through customs? Like I have so many questions. Also, <laughs> like he took a lot of guys' heads off, just like clean off in one like swoop. Yeah. Like a lot of guys
1: unnecessarily too because he had already impaled them with something and then had to blow their head off with a shotgun just just for fun
0: yeah exactly just to seal the deal just to be sure they were really dead
1: and then he shoved a metal pipe through that one guy's head oh that was real nasty it was awesome when
0: he like there was this part where he shot one guy oh yeah he shoves the steel pipe through the one guy's head and then the other guys like trying to get him, and he goes underneath and he chops his leg off like clean through no. the calf, yeah. which is damn near impossible. He was using like a machete. Yeah. I feel like you could not cut someone's like shin bone in half with one sweep with a machete.
1: Yeah, a Rambo can. Also, wait, the guys when he first got beaten up and stuff, mm-hmm. the guys had his driver's license. Yeah, they could have just gone to the ranch at any time and like killed the grandma. And that's what
0: I thought they were going to do, because like after he steals Gabrielle back, the one brother is like, this is what happens when you fuck up and like you need to learn your lesson. So I thought like the lesson was going to be like, now you need to go kill this old gringo but says
1: he's a uh, lovingly referred to
0: yeah and i was like yeah they have his driver's license like they're gonna go get his ass i was like Rambo he has time. Be ready
1: it's time to build all of these booby traps before they get
0: there well and then he has to go incite them to come
1: yes he has to lead them back even though they have his address
0: right the whole time on his straight up driver's license that they have
1: because this dumbass brought his driver's license with him and one gun
0: and they just pulled it out of his wallet and they were like is this you john rambo you live in bowie arizona
1: (laughs) you're lying about your height and weight sir
0: (laughs) you look like 250 to me this thing says 200 who are you trying to kid (laughs) that would have been a very different movie if that had been the interaction with the cartel
1: Oh gosh. Well, so what is your, we forgot to rate our last.
0: Oh yeah, pick, we did.
1: But what okay. would you do with this one out did of 10? Did we ten? decide
0: that 10 is like terrible and yeah. one is like, it's actually good.
1: 10 is our best. Yeah. Which is the worst. The worst. <laughs>
0: this is like legit. This is this was about like this was pretty damn close like I don't know if this is so 10 worthy I think that there's something that exists out mm-hmm. there that is more 10 worthy so I'm gonna yeah. give this like an eight and a half
1: yes I was exactly thinking 8.5 yeah because 8. 5. it's it's racist very the special effects are terrible
0: Awful. the dialogue
1: is terrible like the
0: acting, inadmissibly bad writing
1: the acting, some of the actors are are trying their best, and I wouldn't say they're bad. I but think was, all of
0: the actors were trying their best. I wouldn't say Gabrielle. Sly.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say Gabrielle was terrible. I wouldn't say the grandma was terrible. I'd say like they were doing their best. They were with pretty the good. They didn't have a lot of good had. writing. But yeah. Our main character did not emote. He was terrible. He just he didn't try because he doesn't have to, because he's a big yeah. name, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And then we've got plot holes, we've got Forms. sketchy geographical location, we don't know <laughs> where
0: they are. Right, and like, is in it time. actually reasonable? Yeah. What is the time frame of the travel of this it.
1: film? So that we've got a lot of reasons that make it very bad.
0: Yeah, we also have like an unrealistic portrayal of like, death, like that I have been... <laughs> like if that was a drug death like I don't know that should have been like way more clear we
1: have a magnesium shards we have a lot of science that doesn't make sense yeah a lot of science questions just so many questions overall border questions uh yeah there's a lot
0: what a film this was actually a great choice when we chose it i really wasn't sure if it was gonna be as bad as i was hoping it would be and it was way better like it was way worse than i thought it was gonna be it was so funny
1: i think we should do another stallone and we should watch um the maybe rocky five or rocky four those are both really bad so that might be it might be on the list also the Rocky Balboa one which I
0: don't think that one was actually good Milo Ventimiglia was in that
1: yeah but when was the last time you watched I feel like we watched that and thought it was good in like 2007 so <laughs> I mean oh, why, yeah. would I,
0: yeah. why would I ever re-watch that movie the only
1: movies that I've re-watched
0: multiple times are like she's the man and yes. like Disney movies and
1: you can watch him we can't watch She's the Man because it's actually good. So it's actually it good. Matter.
0: I would never besmirch the name of Amanda Bynes by dragging her into this.
1: And what a girl wants is too good. What a
0: girl <laughs> wants, Colin Firth
1: has. We should do that Hillary Duff movie. Raise your voice, though. Remember that one. Ah! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yeah, there's so many good picks. What do, What do we do?
0: Well, this podcast is going to go on for years. That's what we'll do. (laughs) There's time to watch them all. There is. And we will keep on watching them right here next week on The Worst Thing I Ever Watched. With me, Colleen, and her. And and Helen. I'm me. (laughs) I'm me. I. Me. (laughs) Oh, man. I love this movie i could (laughs) keep talking about it but we really don't have anything else more to say so i guess we should just end the episode but i really could go on at length (laughs) for hours
1: i know we really could
0: well hopefully whatever we pick next is just as bad if not worse it probably will be i hope so we will find out next time on the worst thing i ever watched ding Not a real theme song, but I tried.